Successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here on 980 AM. And if you're listening on iTunes via podcast as well, I appreciate you joining us on there or if you're joining us on the website GrillNationShow.com. Thank you for listening, whoever you are. I really appreciate you joining us again today. I hope you're having a great start to the fall season. I know it's going to be hot here in the next few weeks, and it's been over 90. Um, so one of these days we'll have some uh, we'll have some fall leaves at some point, right, and uh, get into the season. So before we get to our show today, I want to thank our title sponsors of the show. They are MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Companies. Uh, contributors to the Grill Nation show include Port KC and our guest today, very happy to have them back. The Kansas City Area Development Council, KCADC, uh, thanks to uh, Tim Cowden for his support of the show and for all the people there. And today we're lucky to have on three people, frankly, I can't believe we've never had on from the KCADC. Um, and by the way, their website is I com. Is that correct, guys? Just think. I uh, think KC. Your Twitter handle is I think. KC and the website is thinkkc.com. I'm joined today by Jennifer Lyon, Ashley Hand, and Jill McCarthy. Welcome to the show, everyone. Good morning. Hello. Thanks for good, having us. Good to see you guys. Um, okay, we're going to start with Ashley. Just introduce yourself first and what you do, and then we'll, we'll break into your all's backgrounds here in a little bit. But let's start with Ashley. Sure. It's Ashley Hand, and I am Vice President of Communications at KCADC. Okay, so you're, you're dealing with the media and marketing and communications and everything that we see out there in the in the stratosphere dealing with uh, Kansas City and, and, and development and ADC work. Right. I am chief storyteller. Okay. So I get to uh, understand everything that's going on and then communicate that to the rest of the world. Very cool. Uh, what about you, Jennifer? I'm Jennifer Lyon, and I'm Vice President of Investor Relations with KCADC. And so what that means is that I work with all of the companies that support our efforts to grow Kansas City. So helping get them engaged in everything that KCADC is doing. Nice. And what about you, Jill? So I'm Jill McCarthy, and I am Senior Executive of Corporate Attraction. And what that means is that I head up the business development team, so I'm responsible for um, business attraction, recruiting, all of our initiatives, really where are we, why are we in those markets, and how are we recruiting business to this region? And I might say that you guys have all been with the organization for a, quite a long time, which a is rare time. in this world, right? Um, <laughs> we have three people in this room that I think have, have, have worked at this organization for Close to 20 years or more, right? Or more. What about how long has it been, guys? Let's, let's go down the list here. Uh, I started in August of 99. This is so Ashley. This okay. This is Ashley. Yep. Just celebrated my 20th anniversary. Unbelievable. What about you? Uh, so I remember? was an intern at KCDC in 1999 when Ashley joined, and then I came back full time 16 years ago. Okay. Jill? 
And I'm moving into my 22nd year with the organization. So what is it about KCADC um, that keeps you guys involved? I mean, that's pretty special, I think, to have three people here that have all been with the organization that long. Um, and, 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 and what is it about your job that you guys enjoy? I'd say there are a few things, and I, maybe I'll kick and that what, off. What's your guys' nicknames, by the way? I know you guys have like a, a term that they call you at the uh, KCADC, the three Sentinels, because of this uh, <laughs> of this longevity you have. Yes, that is a Tim Cowden coin term, um, I think, because, yes, we have a lot of longevity, and we are um, known to sort of look out for the best interests of the organization. Mm-hmm. So so what so what what's what's behind the secret sauce? Twenty years, over twenty years for you guys, Jill. What do you think? You know, I think it's a couple of things. One, we work well together, and once you come on board KCADC, it's really hard to leave it. And uh, you know, we're more like a family. We work hard. We work a lot of hours together. We're in other markets together, and digging in the trenches together. But at the same time, we're working on a mission that's important to all of us. Mm-hmm. And you have, you have a background in economic development. I do. So this is kind of goes hand in hand it with does. what you do. It's exactly what I do uh, all day. Jennifer, you were an intern, but you left and you came back. Right. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I love the opportunity. And just getting to uh, sell Kansas City and market this region, it's a great product. And uh, get to be a part of kind of the leading edge of what's happening here. You can't uh, just get that everywhere. So... I think that's another thing, too, is that, you know, it's always changing. Um, we've been, you know, on this kind of roll lately um, with growth and the pride and the passion that's here. And so I think it just kind of energizes you to keep going and keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And Ashley, um, you've been kind of promoting great things happening in Kansas City <laughs> for years with the organization. What, what What's the, what's the reasoning behind you? uh basically having almost every role in communications and media and marketing and uh, media relations possible at KCADC. Yeah, it's um, personally been very rewarding to be in an organization that, um, frankly, has a very entrepreneurial culture. And um, That's a great thing to has, hear. Yeah, it's uh, really allowed me to grow my career but not really have to leave. So um, as I've, you know, gained more expertise and um, become, you know, much more confident in my job since, you know, being a 24-year-old kid pretty much out of college, um, I've been able to add responsibility to my role and become a more strategic partner and a strategic member of the leadership team at KCADC and didn't have to go somewhere else to get that experience. So mm. that's been incredibly rewarding and special about being at KCADC. And then I think the three of us are also all moms. And I think that working for an organization that is growing the place where you have chosen to raise your family, um, that's a really, really special thing and not something that you can get just anywhere. So I think that also kind of keeps you close mm-hmm. and um, keeps you coming to work, back to work every day. How many people work with you guys there at KCADC? I know we've had on, we, thankfully, thanks to your guys' partnership, you know, we do like a, a quarterly show, and I think we've had on a lot of them. But I, I, I'm frankly, I'm shocked at how many new people I meet right. that are at your organization. I think we can get a few more shows. Right? <laughs> we have 24, and then at any given time, we might have three interns. We may have seven interns. So mm-hmm. that was a lot the year we had seven over the summer. Yeah, it'd be a cool place to intern. Yes. I mean, you might lead to a future 20-year career, right? Yeah, uh, there you go. True. <laughs> um, what, what type of changes have you guys seen throughout your 20 years uh, at the organization and with kind of your roles here in Kansas City? 
uh, with what you do? Is there anything you can really point to as something that stands out, that is something that has really changed um, over the last 20 years? I know you've had a few CEOs. You've had, obviously, two. changes in the economy. <laughs> you've had two, right? We've had two. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, I would say that um, when it comes to change, where I've seen the greatest amount of change is in the speed to market. Um, I can remember when I first started at KCADC and we would have maybe 30, 35 open projects. Now we're 85, 90 open projects at any given time. And where we used to have two weeks to respond to a client and basically you would put books together and you'd mail them back. Well, now they've done all that due diligence in mm -hmm. advance. So Generally, when we're contacted, we're one of five markets, one of two markets, sometimes one of 10, but generally we're on a short list already. And so it's 100 miles an hour from the very first phone call, email, whatever communication comes across. That's uh, going to be fun. I want to talk to you more about that, Jill, after the break and, and, and what really goes into the process of, of getting companies to come to Kansas City and also retaining companies. Uh, you're listening to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM. We're talking about KCADC today. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I appreciate you joining us on 980 AM. I'm your host, Jason Grill. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. Uh, also, you can just connect with me on social media. Just search for my name. Or if you want to connect with the show, uh, we're at GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you each and every week listening to the show, all the great listeners out there. And I appreciate those folks that connect with me on social media. Um, excited to continue our conversation with... Three great folks in leadership at the KCADC, Jennifer Lyon, Ashley Hand, and Jill McCarthy. Jill, I want to start with you. Um, you uh, were talking about all the different things that happen with, with, with corporate attraction, and, and, and you lead that operation. And, and what kind of, let's go through the basics here. So what happens? You mentioned you, know, you find out that five, six cities are under, uh, under consideration for a new um, headquarters or a second, select, a second site for a job. Uh, company or whatnot from the coast or from wherever you know there's been stories all over the time all over the place the last few years about this company is considering Kansas City this company chose Kansas City how do you guys find out about this and how does this all happen and work absolutely so most of our outreach is either through industry portals and so we're at industry shows um, speaking on national panels so that we're really seen as a driver behind the reason why an industry is doing well in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. But most of our projects come to us through site location consultants. And so that can be um, an individual that works for a law firm, a real estate firm, a boutique um, consulting firm, like an accounting firm. And they're in all these other markets and where if you work directly with a company, you may do one deal. If you work with a consultant, they have 150, 200, 250 clients. So you have a lot so these of are, these repeat. are businesses. These yes. Are, so you're a consultant that you have 
expanding companies yes. that you, you, you are trying to find uh, incentives or locations or quality Absolutely. of life. And so they're always searching for locations. So a lot of okay. our projects have code names because the client hires the consultant so that the client stays confidential until the very end, mm. generally. So when they come to us, it comes either with a code name or we give it a code name. And then they have, again, already done some due diligence. So they know that they want to look at the Kansas City region versus, say, Nashville, Dallas, Chicago, Charlotte, and they will come to us and say, we know all the numbers and you're stacking up well in demographics, but now we need you to tell that story. We need to have an inside look with the local employers. We need the on the ground story of why Kansas City. Hmm. And it still digs down into all the operating costs because if costs don't line up, you can't make that work for anyone. But it really comes down to, I think Ashley had said it earlier, about passion for the city. We talk about passion for our jobs, but there's a passion for this region. We have so many great things going on. There's a little bit of something for everyone. When you look at the arts, I mean, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. And when my husband was offered a job here, you know, I kind of said, well, you can turn that down because I saw the Wizard of Oz and we're not going to do that. And we finally came out for a visit, and I was just amazed by everything that was going on in Kansas City. We call that the epiphany of the visit. Generally, if we can get a client company to come into Kansas City, we move on to the next round. And then are we a finalist with one other market? And then sometimes it comes down to incentives. It comes down to maybe it's a real estate play. Um, you know, it could be... Too many competitors, not enough. Mm -hmm. So there are many, many things that factor into a decision. What's the process like? The time time length on this. So, so you're let's say you're on a panel somewhere and uh, at some convention or something, and you're you're selling Kansas City. Let's let's go through that one first. Somebody comes up to you afterward and said, "Here's my card, Joe. I I, I don't know anything about Kansas City. I want to learn more." And they do their due diligence, and then you get a call, and then they say, "We want to come see you." Like, how long does this stuff take to actually like? work through the system and, and and what's like the fastest one you've ever seen in the longest one okay. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely do that so one of the fastest projects I've ever seen was one we announced last year chow now okay. and that started in June and we announced it at our annual meeting the first week of November probably one of the slowest projects so that's pretty quick that's extremely fast that wow. is that L less is in five or six months yes that's yeah. an everyday having conversation with those individuals and just continually putting information getting connectivity you know and that's where jennifer with investor relations is so critical to what we do because mm -hmm. she can help match when we have a client coming into the market. And Jennifer, um, don't worry. We're going to talk about investor relations here in the next segment <laughs> for sure, good. if not the end of this one. Because I know I don't know what that means, and I want to learn what that means. Okay, so you And then the longest one, um, probably shouldn't give their name just because they don't want yeah, them don't to get, feel bad about it. Just say their industry um, or like the vertical. industry was a headquarters and a smaller one within really insurance. It was an eight-year project. Oh, my gosh. We started that project three separate times. They hired three different consultants. And then after we were awarded the project, another community came in and made another pitch. We had to go to this company's annual meeting to make another final pitch after we won it the first time to win it the second time. Longest project ever. Eight years. Wow. Um, Jill, so, you, so when you talk about pitches – 
Like, what does that look like? I mean, are we talking like what we're used to seeing, like on TV, and you're you're an ad agency, or what? What does the pitch look like? I mean, is it is it? Do you just tailor it to the audience, um, or you know, how does that work? I mean, Certainly. are you always suited up and like, or, or with the Chow Now? I mean, they're a startup, right? I mean, do you guys change your audience or your, your pitch for them? I mean, how does that work? And so you hit on it when you asked about is it is it personalized? Mm-hmm. Yes, everything is personalized. There. You know, somebody calls and says, hey, can you give me your book on the Kansas City region? No, I don't. We don't have, have one of those anymore. right? No. <laughs> and, and everything that we provide to a company really is based on a conversation with that company. And it's answering all of those critical components that they're using to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so if you throw things out there that they're not interested in, it just muddies the water, it slows everything down, and then they think, you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. If you're not listening to me, how can we make good partners? And so it is about listening, it's about being a good partner, it's about satisfying all their needs, but a pitch is about conveying that enthusiasm for where we live, how we live, what their fit is within this region as well. And there's so many opportunities. So we do cover 18 counties and 50 plus That's cities. something we need to mention too. Yes. It's not just Kansas City, Missouri. It's not just it's Kansas City, Missouri. It is regional. And so a company has an opportunity for the urban core, that suburban ring, the ex-urban, very rural. And two states too. Many, yes. So you have, and that's a benefit for us. We look at every project um, that comes to us they have an opportunity to land in Kansas or in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Two tax environments, two incentive proposals, multitude of communities. It it gives us a leg up, I believe. Jill McCarthy, uh, great information there. She's dealing with corporate attraction every day. <clears throat> Senior executive at the KCADC. Um, we got about four minutes left. How do you guys, Ashley and uh, Jennifer, as it relates to what Jill's doing, uh, how do you guys work with her on that? I mean, are you guys intertwined in anything? I obviously understand great stories and, and attractions and whatnot help from a media standpoint. But what about you, Jennifer? We'll, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Ashley about how you guys kind of work together with the, with the corporate attraction and site selection type stuff. Absolutely. Well, as Jill mentioned, we work together in that you know, a lot of what I do is with investor relations is having connections with our corporate community and those companies that are located here that are supporting KCADC's efforts. So a lot of people will come and ask, you know, how how are you funded? Is it the companies that you're recruiting here? Are they paying for those services because you're going above and beyond for them to help recruit them here? And that's not the case. It's really we're a nonprofit organization that's supported by Kansas City's corporate community. And so having those relationships and being able to plug our members in with those clients to help get them the information that they're looking for in order to make a decision on whether they're going to you know, come here. So that could be everything from a dinner to a workforce interview to, um, you know. That's pretty strategic then yeah. because I'd imagine there's some competition in that too. Like, so if there's a tech company that does A and this new company that does similar things wants to build a huge you know, we get into talent all the time on the show with you guys. Um, that's interesting. So you got to be really smart about who you set up with these people, don't you? Right. For these meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I work with Jill and we figure it out. You know, what makes the most sense? What kind of positions are they hiring? Are they hiring like positions to another company, but not necessarily competing? And sometimes competition's a good thing. Do, so. do, do they, uh, do they, do the CEOs and the investors, uh, what is the reaction when you go to them and say, hey, we're recruiting this big company to come here? I mean, is it a community that's very supportive of 
these other industries for the most part and more jobs, obviously. And even maybe it's tougher to, okay. That's, that's, I think, one of the big advantages of our organization and us being all, you know, around for so long that um, we've got, you know, great rapport with our corporate partners and they are willing to go above and beyond and do whatever we need. Mm -hmm. I just saw that recently with a project that we were working um, for some workforce interviews and it came together in the last second and we were, you know, having to reach out and really kind of, you know, get people on short notice to jump on a call with us to be able to help make that case. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then Ashley, you, uh, you've got to make it everything look pretty, right? And and have yeah. all have all the, the the bells and whistles for these things. Right. Well, the analogy that we like to use is a fishing analogy. So the marketing team's responsibility is really to go out and bait the hook. Mm -hmm. um, Jill's team reels them in. And Tim Cowden, our CEO, gets to hold up the fish. So um, <laughs> that's a, a little, like that. little, little, fun, yeah, fun way to kind of to explain how the pieces work together. Um, but you know, really, we're out there telling the story to a much broader audience, and um, you know, targeting different industry sectors. But you know, telling that broad interest story that will hopefully pique someone's curiosity and, mm -hmm. and encourage them to look into Kansas City. And that's gotten more intense, you know, in the last few years with all the different ways to get people's attention, right? I mean, you guys are all Absolutely. over. Yeah. Yeah. Social media has been a huge, you know, role um, in how we tell the story today. I look forward to talking more about that. We're going to get into what investor relations means. Ashley is going to tell us about um, some focuses on her team. And we're going to talk more to Jill about uh, corporate attraction here in Kansas City and some of our assets here on The Grill Nation Show. Thanks for listening to 980 AM. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill, your host. Connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM. I appreciate you listening if you're joining us on iTunes via podcast as well or at our website, grillnationshow.com, where all of our shows and guests can be found as long as as well as our partners and supporters and uh, photos of our guests will also be posted to the website at grillnationshow.com. We're joined again today uh, by Jennifer Lyon, Ashley Hand, and Jill McCarthy. You guys have um, all kinds of different titles here, so I'm going to just say Jennifer is the Vice President of Investor Relations at the KCADC, and I'm going by your LinkedIn pages, by the way, so I hope they're updated. <laughs> um, uh, Ashley Hand is the Vice President of Communications at the Kansas Area Development Council, and Jill McCarthy is a Senior Executive at KCADC and focuses on corporate attraction. We've talked about site selection. We've talked about kind of um, what goes into like bringing someone here and how that process goes. I want to get into kind of investor relations now with uh, with uh, Jennifer. Let's start there. Um, you know, most people think of organizations like this as a, as a membership organization uh, in general. Let's just say you know, like they, they see a development council or a chamber or whatever, and they're thinking our um, investors pay a certain amount of money to be a member, and then they get rewards or something out of this so is that am i completely off base there what is what the memberships about or investor relations or I, I feel like you guys are much more enhanced than that but maybe no, you're I'm spot on <laughs> okay. you are spot on okay member relations equals investor relations and vice versa so basically helping 
get our members who are investing in KCADC and in Kansas City um, to help support the growth of the region to get them involved. So really, I work with all of those companies that um, are involved with our efforts to plug them into the different ways. So that's for some companies, that's from the project side, and they really want to just kind of be on the front end of what's happening in development in Kansas City and have um, access to our team and the project leaders, because we've got several that are on the team that are working projects every day mm-hmm. and kind of having their you know intel and what's happening to also helping them connect with one another. So it's really all about access and exposure and making those connections either with the companies that are coming or the companies that are already here. And because there's a lot of opportunity to do business with those companies. So you're all about engaging these people. 100%. So um, uh, you've been there now for a long time doing this. Yes. In some level. Um, Tell us about some of the specific things maybe that you guys do to um, show value to your investors. Uh, or to, to benefits that you do, whether it's an event, whether it's a, you know, connecting them, whether it's a, like you mentioned before, the, the relationships with future people coming into town, maybe to start a company. What are some of the exciting things that you think that have been the most successful for your investors over the years? So definitely the events and the networking opportunities that we create for our investors to be able to make that connection with other business leaders. And a lot of times I am focused here on the companies that are here and helping them make connections. So we meet one-on-one with them to specifically kind of have that conversation about, you know, what makes the most sense for you. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess if you're looking for like a specific example of like one of my favorite examples from, you know, the many years that I've been there um, is uh, when I had had a conversation with a company that was here in Kansas City that was looking to really kind of take their North American presence to the next level. And then the next week I met with the Royals and I said, Hey, have you ever talked with this company about the opportunity? Um, and it seems like it would make total sense because you have a lot of, you know, uh, fountains out at the Royal stadium. And, uh, (laughs) this company is the, you know, North American largest manufacturer of water pumps. So there could be a partnership. There there. should be right. Yeah. So, and it worked out. You set them up. And they, yes, and, um, you know, match made in heaven, of course. So. That's very cool. I know you guys do some pop-up events, too. Am I crazy to have I heard about those yeah. events with investors? So, um, how often do you guys do those, like a monthly type thing? or We do about seven or eight a year, and it's really that opportunity to just do pure networking because we always have, you know, our quarterly events, which have a program. We update on our projects. We update on our marketing efforts. But we had a kind of a quasi-focus group with some of our members, a while back and they said we just love the networking opportunities we want more networking just pure networking hmm. so the pop-ups were born and um, we've had you know we've been doing that for a few years now and everybody seems to really enjoy those because they pop up because they're hosted by different companies around the region so they get to show off their location their headquarters whatever it may be mm-hmm. and then um, the investors our other members get to kind of go you know, explore and see what's happening there. What's the makeup of your investor culture? I mean, business-wise, what if if somebody's looking to get involved? I mean, what what is the core group of companies or verticals? You know, is it is it mostly development people? Is it construction? Is it is it service-oriented groups? Who who are you guys uh, working with? It's a good mix, but a lot of our investors are those that are you know involved in the development community. So you know your architecture, engineering, construction, anything that's going to go into a project, um, law firms, 
banks, mm-hmm. um, financial um, like audit firms. You've got it all. You've yes, got it all. So, exactly. So you guys, you guys have a lot of different people coming in, and then you have a board, of course, don't you? Uh, yes. And then some of these people, I'm assuming, are part of that that yes. are involved. Okay. A good chunk of them. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Um, okay, so any exciting kind of things that are coming up here for you as far as um, ways some of these investors are going to be getting involved in the next year or so or anything you want to tell us about? Yeah, definitely. So every November we host our annual meeting, which is our largest gathering of Kansas City business leaders that we pull together. And we'll have about quite the show. I've been to it before. I went last year, I believe. Um, It's it's a it's another level of of it's not your normal chicken chicken luncheon or dinner. It's full, it's full fledged. You had very healthy foods last year. You had a huge screen. You had great speakers. You had cool videos. It's a lot of laser lights. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> we do put a lot of effort into the production value of that event to really kind of have everybody walk away feeling really good about what's happening in Kansas City. And I think we achieve that goal every year. So this year's event is November 8th, and we'll be bringing in fellow podcaster Guy Raz from How I Built This and the TED Radio Hour. Oh, yeah. I've I've listened to that before on runs, you know. That's great. So we're looking forward to having him and our theme this year. And I'll let Ashley kind of elaborate on that. But it's Amplify. And really, as she was mentioning earlier, that storytelling that we do for Kansas City and promoting Kansas City as a top destination for talent and companies. How many people come to that uh, annual meeting? 1,700. And we get about 60-some sponsoring companies. So it's a big group of our closest friends. A lot of your investors and a lot of your your friends. And then do you guys have any uh, outsiders show up to that that want to see what Kansas City is all about? People maybe that are looking to move here or people that maybe have want to grow here? And so probably not so many just off the street attendees, yeah. but we have reached out to some of those site location consultants mm. and asked them to come in before. It's a good way for them to understand the the vibrancy of our market. And again, it is a well-produced show. So it, they go away <laughs> with a really great feeling about Kansas City. I know. City. I, they, Tim Cowden last year had the... Uh... The TED Talk mic on his ear, you know? Yeah. So it was like very advanced. Make it official. <laughs> so Ashley, um, obviously that's a big event for you and your team too, the annual meeting. And you, you, you guys will be obviously releasing some things that you've been working really hard on throughout the year. Um, we have about three minutes left. Let's talk about kind of your involvement in the annual meeting and, and some of the things that you're excited about. And then the next segment, I want to get to more of the stuff uh, that you're going to be focusing on the next year. But let's we'll start with the annual meeting and how you're involved with that. Yeah, absolutely. So just a little bit more on the theme this year. And we, we do try to come up with some kind of a theme every year that helps to sort of tie, you know, the whole story together of that particular year's meeting. Um, and this year we will be unveiling um, a new global brand. Which you announced the last City year. Region. We're going to start this process. We announced that we were going to start out by listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we have done um, about a 40-site, 1,000-person listening tour, a 1,500-person national survey, and a media audit. So we've got a lot of um, research and strategic thinking that has gone into the decision, and we're really excited to share that with the rest of the community. Um, I think it's it's going to be very well-received. Um, so the idea of Amplify is really about taking something that um, – taking Kansas City's authentic culture and something that is very – real and true to what Kansas City naturally is and amplifying that to the rest of the world. And so that will all tie into 
um, this new brand mark and the messaging that will be attached to that for the rest of the rest of the world, really, because, you know, Kansas City um, and KCADC has really traditionally been more of a B2B marketer. We've, we've talked very specifically to um, industry leaders and business decision makers. And what we're finding is that with all the growth that's going on in Kansas City today, we really have to broaden that story and broaden that message and really start to speak to a consumer audience. Um, in order to start to move the dial on both the talent and um, new resident mm-hmm. level. So because really what we need is now we need to make sure that we're getting a good flow of people in here that can work for all these employers and all these companies we're attracting. That's an interesting point about B2B. Yeah, because we've talked a lot about that on the show. Uh, with, but at the end of the day, if if I'm going, I, I need to have a brand, right? Kansas City needs to have some sort of like a an overarching brand that people think about uh, when they think about the city, whether it's a consumer or a business. And so you guys are really focused on that B2B, whether it's industrial, whether it's animal corridor, whether it's transportation, infrastructure, uh, but you forget about the consumer sometime. Right. Talent's the name of the game today. And we know that people um, really rely on friends and family to make those decisions about where they're going to live and relocate to take a job. And so we need to speak to that fr- those friends and family. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So that is on November 8th, the yes. annual meeting. And then um, thinkkc.com is your website. I mean, you guys have a great website. There's so many things on here. Uh, I've been looking at it throughout the show. You also have a, some really cool videos. I think your guys' videos are really well done. And, uh, you know, from people that have moved here that see these videos, they're just blown away. Uh, I know you had one last year during the meeting as well. That was awesome. But you should check out thinkkc.com. There's all kinds of really cool photos and really good information about the KCADC. we got one segment left after the break. I'm excited to have back uh, Jennifer Lyon, Ashley Hand, and Jill McCarthy from the KCADC. You're listening to Grill Nation. Somewhere there's speaking. It's already coming in. Oh, and it's rising at the back of your mind. Welcome back to the Grill Nation Show, 980 AM. Thanks for listening today, or if you're joining me on iTunes, I greatly appreciate it via podcast uh, or at our website, grillnationshow.com. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Hope you've enjoyed this show. I want to thank the Kansas City Area Development Council for joining me this week. They join me quarterly, a uh, great organization here in Kansas City. Every time they come in, I, I, I learn more about what they do. When we learn more, our listeners learn more about some of their initiatives and goals that they have set for growing Kansas City. Their website is thinkkc.com. Let's start off with Ashley again. Ashley, you kind of finished our last segment. I know you are pitching Kansas City in so many ways throughout the year. Recently, you had a writer come in uh, from a national publication and, and cover Kansas City. This happens regularly because there's so many things happening, but there is one specific I think you wanted to speak about on the show today. Yeah, a very recent example, but maybe just starting by saying, you know, we have a lot of different channels that we can use to talk about Kansas City and the different things that are happening here that, you know, apply to all of our different audiences. But one of one of the tools that we have in our, our tool belt, so to speak, is the national media. 
And really, this is, you know, earned media. This is not media we pay for, but these are, you know, reporters who are based in major media markets across the country who are always looking for story ideas and looking for, you know, ways that, um, you know, different stories can apply to what's, you know, part of the national consciousness of the time. So last weekend, actually, we hosted a writer who is based in Seattle, but she writes for major top tier consumer media like USA Today and CNBC. And we um, piqued her interest with the Hyperloop pod that was visiting Kansas City last weekend during the American Royal Barbecue. Mm -hmm. And uh, she writes on transportation quite a bit. So we were able to appeal to her interest level anyway and what she's already writing about. And then we were also able to sprinkle in some other things to help her get to know Kansas City a little bit better. She'd never been here before. So we sent her to a couple of museums like the Nelson and the Steamboat Arabia, which is really intriguing to people. And she also spent some time, you know, in some of our restaurants and really getting that broad overview of what it's like to really live in Kansas City. And and that's really, you know, the, the story that we have to tell today. Um, we talk a lot about, you know, our different industry sectors I mentioned already, and we have a lot of industry trade publications that cover different aspects of those industries from animal health to logistics to technology. Um, and we, we do that on a regular basis as well. But that broader lifestyle story um, really helps people to visualize the whole picture and really, you know, what it's like to live and work here. And you're going back to the consumers, too, and the talent and the job recru uh, recruitment. Right. It all kind of goes into that. And so did this person leave in a, a good mood, I hope? <laughs> she did. Yeah, she um, she had a you know great trip and we were able to satisfy a lot of her interests that mm -hmm. she wanted to know more about. Um, and that's really the key. Um, you know, reporters are not unlike the site consultants that we work with on a regular basis. Oftentimes, you know, we can build a relationship with a writer that lasts for several years and they'll write multiple articles about Kansas City. So it's it's not just getting that one big hit, but bu really building that relationship that can last over a long period of time. Well, I can say this. If the Hyperloop ever happens, there'll be a lot of media attention and uh, it will change your guys' lives, I think, as far as a development perspective. <laughs> we're odds praying. are good. Yeah, we're praying for that odds one. Odds are good. Um, okay, so I wanted each of you guys have been, uh, we mentioned this at the start of the show, have been um, in your roles or in this organization for a while. Um, talk to me about some of the assets you think that we have as a region and then maybe we'll get into some of the things that you're excited about um, as you move forward. And what kind of keeps you guys motivated to keep working hard and and uh, what, what excites you? We'll start with Jill. Um, you know, answer some of those questions. What what do you see as our assets, our major assets that we could sell when you're talking to people and what really motivates you and, and what are you excited about moving forward? Certainly. And so, you know, I think Ashley hit on this earlier, too. She talked about, again, the passion of the city. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you cannot define. You can't really put it on paper. Um, but it is, there's something here for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I married, um, a man who loves the great outdoors. I like theater. I love, you know, foodie restaurants. Kansas city has an incredible foodie scene, a, you know, whether it's brewing or spirits or coffees mm -hmm. and, um, I think there's something here for everyone. The other thing is if you do come from somewhere else and you arrive in Kansas City, it's shocking to me that we're about a minute per mile. You know, you go to Chicago, San Francisco, L.A., Washington, D.C., it's gridlock. If you're traveling 20 miles, you are going to be in the car for an hour and 20 minutes. 
it's not like that in Kansas City. So even though, yes, in the morning there's a slowdown on the highways, it's nothing like hours and hours on end of trying to get to work and spending three to four hours a day in the car. That is liberating when you come to Kansas City. So you have the opportunity to go to a work and work in a in a job in an environment that you love. Go home and get your family. Go out and see the Royals. Mm-hmm. You can do can anything. Do anything yeah. Truly, we have it's a lot easy of assets to live here and do everything. But at the other hand, if we want to keep growing, you know, there's going to be some growing pains, right? Sure. Um, and some that's kind of been one of our issues here. I, I'm just this is my opinion uh, with people not fearing that they're going to lose something if we keep changing and growing. Uh, and so I hope that our leaders and our people really pushing Kansas City forward will remember that because we can't stop, you know, because you 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 know, you mentioned you're competing with five or six cities and a lot of these things that are peer cities, I guess, with regards to population. Um, and some of them are, were behind us by million or by thousands, hundreds of thousands of people a few years ago. And now they're, they're basically at the same level as Kansas city. Um, and so they're not stopping, but we can't, we can't, we can't rest is what I'm saying. Jill, you know, that's yeah. kind of the mission here is we got to keep moving forward. You got to keep getting these companies to come see Kansas city. Yes. And the new airport is going to make a big difference. You know, we talked in the break about a wish list. If I, wish I could it was have, here today. If I had a wish list, it would be to double time that and get it open right away. Yeah, absolutely. That, that changes. Great? That's our front door. It's our back door for anyone coming into the city. I know I have to now, when I pick people up from the airport that aren't from here, I have to make sure I tell them that we're getting a new airport yeah. every five seconds. I start with an apology. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, what about you? What, what, what do you see as our biggest assets and what are you most excited about? Well, I think that like what Jill was saying too, the just the opportunity here to, you know, get to do the things that you want to do and be a part of the business leadership and those, um, you know, young professionals that are a part of the the companies that are here mm-hmm. that they that Kansas City is a perfect size to be able to make a difference and to help them grow. And that's, I think, a you don't think of that as like an asset, like a physical asset, but it's definitely something I think that's huge here. And to be able to be involved in the philanthropic community and be able to have, um, you know, uh, and make a difference. And I think that's so important to um, the growth of our community, especially from that younger, you know, demographic. And as they're looking to grow their careers and having them be here in Kansas City, and that just ingrains them here and helps them, you know, just be better professionals. And I think you hit the nail on the head, too, with with staying here because of the involvement and opportunities you have. And uh, we're going to finish the show with Ashley Hand. What are your favorite assets and what are you most excited about uh, moving forward? Besides well, your new besides your new announcement on November 8th at the meeting. Uh, yes, at the of meeting. course. Well, that, that's <laughs> going to just tie a bow on everything. But um, I really think that what Kansas City offers is choice. And, you know, we're not encumbered by mountains or oceans. And so we can spread out just about as far as the eye can see. And, and that will allow us to plan strategically and carefully for the growth that we know that's going to come. And we have more highway miles per capita um, than any other city our size. And so we have that capacity that maybe other cities who have grown really quickly didn't necessarily have or plan for or have the time to plan for. So we have choice. You can have the kind of lifestyle that you want and still be near all of the things that you want to do and be able to afford to do them. Mm -hmm. If you want to own a home, you can. If you want to rent downtown, you can. You know, you can build a family here. You can be a very successful single uh, professional. So lots of opportunity and lots of choice, and that's what 
so great about Kansas City. I want to thank all three of you, Jennifer Lyon, Ashley Han, and Jill McCarthy, for coming on Grill Nation Show and for KCADC support. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Check out the KCADC at thinkkc.com online and at I think KC on Twitter. Appreciate you guys joining us. We'll see you again next week.